like a lot of things we do in our industry that have compounding effects, but people think they're linear. Um, and I know there's a bunch of people who've written about this way more intelligently than I did. I know Llewellyn's, I think, probably the most one I know most well. Um, the learning is one example. In particular, I talk about this often. What I see at work all the time is people will say, I don't want to do, we can, we can either take a shortcut now to get a feature done, or we can spend an extra week or something to design it correctly. And what I find is that when people do trade-offs, comparing if they should do that or they shouldn't, they're looking at it assuming it's a linear cost. Assuming that, okay, the cost of doing this extra thing is gonna be the amount of time to do the extra thing. And they're ignoring the impact over time of what, how much does this impact the next thing I'm gonna do? And I've been experimenting with this thing of writing a simulation to try and show this model working over time, where if I think about it, anytime I write, a, write some code, there's a percentage chance that I'm introducing a hazard in the code base. And then there's some percentage chance I'm gonna run into it with the next thing I do. Like, how much time should I spend trying to remove those hazards on a proactive basis? And what I found is that, uh, in general, like my, my current kind of working assumption is that way more often than people think. Uh, like, a lot of times people be like, oh, that's not worth it, we're not gonna do any, spend any time in this code again, which might be true, but it might not. And I find that might not, especially for a large share code base, is happens way more frequently than people expect it to. Anyway. But um, so do you have how's it? It's kind of like I know this in like a theoretical sense. Yeah. Like I guess think think about the graph is getting harder and harder. Yeah. So how? So one one problem we do have today is like from business they will make a decision. Yeah. We think is like totally useless, but like they think, okay, that's good to have. But it turned out this decision takes a lot of, of effort for like concrete example. So when we ship a new version, we really want the version number, like the, the file version number is precise O, like 500. Have to be precise for that. But you will have several builds before this, right? So you could have like some yesterday's build with like some different code with exactly the same version number and we we really want to say hey this costs a lot of money and they come out like this decision like i would just want a lovely serial number but this is like how do we really tell tell back to the business yeah. people hey this really costs a lot of money and we suffer from it a lot i don't have a good answer uh and this comes back to it's really really hard to measure tech debt i uh, went in like splurged on all the research that I could on this topic and there is a lot of interesting things that have been looked into but not nearly as uh, in detailed or as like easy to measure as I would hope. Uh, there's a couple of heuristics that seem okay for some things but not other things. Um, mainly what I've noticed though is that it's even for things that we know there's we know the exact cost we tend to ignore the the ripple effects over time. We tend to ignore the fact that technical debt incurs interest. Yes. Interest compounds yes. like you would not believe. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a it's a very high interest rate. Yeah. All tech debt has very high interest rate. So I, I had one thought. Um, 
The fact that you actually had that discussion of, hey, there's an easy way to do this and there's a right way to do this. I think that when you have that state, when you have those two choices, this is actually an indication that you already have significant technical debt. <laughs> the question is, point. why yeah. isn't there an easy, just an easy way to do this? One of my ways of describing tech debt is if, the existing, if you have an existing architecture in your system and you're working around that architecture to implement your, your thing, you've got a problem. Maybe it's fine the first time, but like the end time is like not okay. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Anyway, something I've been thinking a lot about recently. Uh, we were talking about this at the start before everyone showed up. I don't know if people are interested in continuing to think about it. it. Values as weapons. Oh.